Are we live? I think so. Yeah. All right. Still dreaming. And Bonner. That's Bonner. Sorry, I thought you were going to say it. And we are here on this amazing, I do have to do, give this plug, the shout out first. There's this amazing setup that you don't see behind, in front of us. And it is called the GoBox Studio, which is literally a studio in a box. <laughs> on the go. On the go. Yes. And so if today, do you want to come say hi? Just give a wave. Hi, Janae. Just, just, just wave. Our savior. Here's Janae. Yeah. Yes. So he came with the GoBox Studio. We are actually in at PodFest right now in Orlando. Yes. And for anyone who's been fo like following the journey, do you know that we had a two-day event just before the last two days called Capshopians Live. You're probably seeing us, so Bonner and I, you're, you're seeing us here. I don't know if we're fully here. Yeah, our bodies <laughs> are here. Our bodies are here, but our spirits are <laughs> somewhere <laughs> else because we are exhausted. But we wanted to do this while we were here at Podfest because there's just so much energy and also because I have a really, I have a goldfish memory, which means that if we don't do it today, we're going to forget what we just did over the afternoon. <laughs> so we wanted to do a recap of Capshovian's Live. Uh, first of all, as someone who was, you were doing a little bit of running around, but you were there as a somewhat objective person. Like, how did you think that the event went? As, yes, as a very objective person who was not at all involved in helping to organize this, <laughs> it really was, it was really amazing. So I, I think a huge part, and this is also based on the feedback we've had so far from attendees, number one thing was just the content. I think so many people, especially now with different events and conferences, people have a lot of skepticism about what value, tangible value, I should say, they can get from the information shared. I think everyone was like extremely surprised, which I'm like, I didn't know how to take that. But anyway, about <laughs> how much tangible value they got from the content over the day and a half. Yeah. It was, um, yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. And you know what? I'm going to call Janaid. Oh, up here. Surprise guest. This was not planned. I just it's a surprise for the guest as well. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, I figure, okay. So 30, in 30 seconds, you were there. You were at the event. You were a VIP at Capshogan's side. Can you... Tell us how, again, as an objective person, how did you find the event? The event was amazing. I met people that I hadn't met before, and I've met people that I knew before. And the not, the level of information that they brought and the number of notes that I took was just mind-blowing. I can't wait to implement these, and I can't wait to work with the people that I met there. Thank you. Yes. Thanks, awesome. Janae. Okay. You're also matching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Okay. So let's talk about, let's talk about actually, let's break down what happened in the event. And I think we're probably only going to have enough time to do day one, to be honest, but we had Dave Clark on first up. So he was our opening keynote speaker. Dave Clark is, he grew up with polio, but he broke so many barriers. I was just amazed listening to him. Yes. Because he became the first pro ball player on crutches. On crutches. Just even trying to imagine think that. about that right it's amazing and he did that in the i want to say the 50 60s 50 60s yeah. yeah um so he like if you imagine the ripple effect of that since then you know even breaking down barriers for women playing you know pro sports and baseball especially other people with disabilities doing that and he did that at such a good now what they do is that it's called d3 day so i do have to give them a shout out as well but he and his business partners actually do sporting camps for children and young adults with disabilities. So yes. he's there, just they're paying forward yeah. so much. So he opened and he talked about basically how we have to 
A, break through our own mental barriers and also not our own mental barriers, but also the barriers that other people mm. put on us. Yes. And he had to do that so much because as someone who had to grow up with disability, he was told time and time again that he couldn't do particular things yeah. like play sports, like yeah. play baseball, like play hockey, which he also got into. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yes. yes. That was, so that was an amazing just mental shift that I think we could, because when you look at it and you go, what we're trying to do here is all everything that we do is so important. Mm. Every every single one of us. I don't mean us as in capture, but I, like what we do is important too. But every single one of us. Yes. The message that we have to share, the way that we're trying to help people is so important. And that needs to get out into the world. Mm. And yet a lot of times we'll get told you don't have this or you don't have that or we think that we don't have this or we don't have, or like we can't do these things. Mm. You look at Dave who was able to on crutches, play pro baseball, and you go, if he could do it, like, whoa, we keep complaining about it. <laughs> like, no, it we can't. have all of, we have everything in our toolbox to make the things that we want happen, happen. Yep. So that was just amazing. So that, anyway, I know that I wanted you to jump in with any 10K nuggets. So was there anything else that? For Dave? Yeah. Yeah, this was like, there were two things that stuck out for me. Like I said, the whole room was in tears by the end. So there was so much really good stuff. But two yeah. things that he said really resonated with me. The first thing was about basically talking about focusing on your strengths. And for Dave, it's obviously physically yeah. a consideration as well. But he told the story about how in, at school in PE, he actually climbed the rope PE class. Because yes. his upper body, just given what you know was going on with his legs, had been so strong yeah and it's kind of like that was a really visual representation of what it means to really focus on your strengths and then everyone else was stunned watching him do that yeah it was funny he talked about going down was not as fun because he <laughs> forgot that you need your legs to be that <laughs> s shape and so he got the worst rope burn of his life but the best rope it was but like the, the best, best. <laughs> work, but the best rope burn of his life and i thought that is a really good visual cue that i'm going to use yeah the second thing when he talked about doubt was he talked about how it's actually okay to have doubt, but make sure you don't transfer that doubt to everyone else around oh, you. Oh man, that, that was really powerful. He told us about a letter that his mother wrote, basically the scouts of the baseball, the pro baseball teams where he had applied, he had written to them to apply to be in their team. And he, his mum had written to them to say, please let him down easy. Right. Wow. That was the moment everyone was crying. And when he found out about that letter and his mum apologized for doubting him, but she made sure that he didn't see the letter until after he had made it right and because, how yeah because yeah. she didn't want her doubt to be Tra transferred to, to him, him. wow that's he said if he had known that it probably would have changed everything so i know i can be as someone who is a co-founder mm. i can be sometimes guilty of that i feel the doubt feel guilty for the doubt and sometimes i I transfer that to you or to the team or maybe even to our customers yes so i thought that was really really powerful about how it's okay to be human around that but see how you can make sure you don't transfer it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So that was that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to stop it there because I have nothing else to add. I feel like I, I really let the team down because then I came up next. <laughs> how does someone follow? How does someone follow? Okay. Such an inspirational. So they just like transfer that. some doubt. I did just transfer doubt. Right. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm bringing that back. There's no more doubt. Hey, come Come here, come here, Katie. Katie. All right. So we're going live. Katie we're went from commenting. Okay. So I want you. So you were also, you were not only, you were doing a recap of Captioning's Live. You were not only a speaker, but you were also a attendee. Yeah. Can you tell us from your perspective, like, how did you find the event? 
Well, I have to say, this is very surreal from literally watching your live on my phone to be like, I wonder if I will walk by that I'm actually recording. And, oh, there's Eddie over there. And look at those two cute girls. It's, I know those girls. But yeah, so that was very surreal. Um, but the Capture Opians Live was amazing. It was one of the best put on events I've been a part of. I mean, like, it was the way I love the fact that every speaker that got on said, I love how that was such, such a nice. Uh, segue from what I'm talking about. So everyone that, like I talked about social media, obviously, and really elaborated more on the action items on how to develop the four post strategy. And then Damon came up right after me and he was like, that was such a great segue into what I'm talking to. And it happened so many times. Yeah. Even though it was on SE, his presentation was on SEO. So you guys did a really good job of knowing exactly what every session was going to be on. And it really felt like a nice like story arc for the attendees to not be like, oh, and now we're jumping back into this. And it was really nice to be like, okay, here's step one. Let's start at step one and go all the way through step 10 and not throw in step 28 in the middle and then overwhelm everyone. So it was great. It, I learned so much and the speakers that you had, everyone, like I've huge fans of and I've either never met them in real life or listened to their podcast or followed them or been connected with them on social media and it was great like you just you guys nailed it knocked it out the park so yes awesome sorry to crash your live yeah oh good I actually crash it yeah all right awesome well thank you so much bye okay all right well yeah so then I was up next the part about you disappointing everyone yes yes that was where we were. Yeah, there was no, there's no doubt. No, so really what I wanted to do was I wanted to set the theme up for the two days of Capturebians Live. As entrepreneurs, there's, I, I really wanted to bring home that all we're doing as entrepreneurs is playing a game. Because I think so many times we get in our heads about what it is that we're doing. And when we can step back and just go, you know what? All we're doing is playing a game here. And as long as I know some things like who I need to be and what mindset I need to have and what my game plan is, I can just like get up every day and just do the thing because it's laid out all there for me and I just have to follow it. And so that's essentially what I spoke about, about how really in terms of the who we need to be, it's like intelligently lazy, right? Capshovians. And when you look at our mascot, which is Monty the Sloth, like it's all about being intelligently lazy. So I really went deep into what that means and what that looks like and all of that. And then it was like the mindset, like what mindset do we need to actually win this game, this entrepreneurship game we're playing. And that's all about focus, focus for flow, focus to grow. Say it with me. Focus for flow, focus to grow. <laughs> um, and then it was like the game plan. And I got a call to the scale sandwich because when I first sketched it out, Bonner was like, that looks like a ham and cheese croissant <laughs> with the ingredients ready to be toasted. And that's exactly, so a scale sandwich, which is all about getting traffic and by the traffic pyramid. And you'll hear that when we go into the day one recap is like every, all of the speakers were talking about one component part of the traffic pyramid. And then day two was all about how do we bridge that then into our offers? How do we actually then monetize? So it was so powerful the way Katie, you heard Katie talk about how it was a story arc and that's because it genuinely was like, yep. I literally curated and put together the whole agenda for this event to follow how the scale sandwich works. And that was why it was, I personally think it was so powerful. So I don't know, were there any nuggets that you got? None. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what I thought. That's what I thought. That's not true. I love how you're like trying to move me along so we don't have to talk about you, but I'm here to do just that. <laughs> 
But I just want to say, firstly, because we like literally we're talking about this live. We haven't had a chance. To we have not recapped. Yeah, yeah. We have not. We're spending a lot of time with our community, which is what we're here to do. But we haven't had a chance. But I will say what one of our friends said to me after your talk. Crushed it. <laughs> like, crushed it. I just was it. I was like freaking. You know how much I was freaking out at it before this presentation. Like I could yes. not sleep because I was like. The first live event is the first time that I've spoken in person, like on stage before, but this is the first time that I'm speaking at our event. And that just felt like a lot more pressure because it wasn't like our event. And so I, anyway, I don't know why I said, I was, I just wanted to let everyone, you know, like I was was in my mind, like massively about this. Yeah. And obviously just before we had, it was, there was a first presentation after Dave's, we had a scary kind of style. We were running late and had tech issues and all of that. So that yes. was all that you're walking onto. Yes. And I know how much this meant to you personally. It means a lot to us as a capture team, but you personally have taken on the psychological burden of curating the agenda and you had to really set the scene and the energy, right? right? So I knew how much it meant and it didn't help that there were all of these technical issues going on. So you did personally a phenomenal job. Like before Man. I forget to say that to you oh, in person, you. like you really did. Oh, so I'm proud of you. Just yeah. cry again. Yes. Oh my no, God. No, we're not crying. <laughs> but the reason I say that was for the main nuggets. And even because I've listened to you practice this, like I know the content, but hearing it on stage from you, I think there were, like, there were two main things. Firstly, I don't think we should sleep on the part about the focus because that is a mindset that we, it's easy to talk about, but it's so hard to do. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to do. So yeah. when you talk, uh, we, uh, Deidre spoke about focus, the, the importance of focus as a mindset to actually be able to build muscle memory. So she, I think it did a really brilliant job of connecting up how, what it means to be in flow truly as entrepreneurs. And it's not possible every day, that's okay. But what it actually takes and actually being able to put in the reps to build the muscle memory to be in flow. And it's such a good reminder for me when I'm not in flow to go back to what I need to do that. Because mm-hmm. then we can be better leaders, we can be more effective operators, whatever it is that we're looking for. So the mindset part was really important. And I think the game plan, so the scale sandwich, again, I know you've heard, I've heard you talk about it. This has been your framework for a long time, but just seeing it laid out to in, for then the speakers to follow, because now I can keep going back to, okay, where in the traffic pyramid is this? Where in, where in the scale sandwich are we? And what are we talking about? I think it was so powerful. Obviously there's a lot of detail that goes into that, but just having that visual, seeing it as something that I can just refer to really, really great. Million nugget there, a million dollar nugget there. A million dollar nugget. All right. Awesome. Okay, so then we started. Day one was all about the traffic pyramid. And so we really went then deeper into tier one, which is what I call passive organic marketing. And that's really about what I wanted the next couple of speakers to do, which is Molly Mahoney and Louise Cameo um, from, so Molly Mahoney from the Prepared Former and Louise Cameo from the Biz Bros. I really wanted them to talk about how, because everyone in the room was already creating content. And I'm sure if you're listening to this, you're watching this, you are already creating content. But I wanted to help level, help us all level up in our content. I wanted to go from being, creating really good content to how do we create really great content? And so that's what Molly and Louise both did. So Molly was up first and do yeah, do you want to start sharing some 10K nuggets from her? She was amazing. My job. First of all, she sang, she opened up singing and I was like, that's just going to blow everyone else away. I'm going to take a seat now. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. Yeah, so Molly's talk was was titled The Future of AI Content Creation. And the there was so many things. I'm gonna rewatch hers for sure. 
I'm not going to watch all of them. Oh, for sure. But one thing that I wrote down, I actually wrote down about, because in Everyone Talks About The Secret, she was like, what is, and Molly, by the way, for those of you who don't know, which I think there's very few people who don't know Molly, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, she is an AI whiz. Like, she's an application whiz. She was there from the beginning, and she has such an incredible mind for systems and technology. It's It blows my mind. But at the same time, she's also very, very human. And she, I'm going to read this out because I think this was so helpful. We talked about what is the secret to leveraging AI the right way. She said, well, AI experts will tell you it's a fancy tool, maybe capture, right? So that's what AI experts will tell you. But really great AI experts will tell you that it's data, right? Data is king because mm. what good is it all without data? We're like, oh yeah, that's what it is. But she was like, the future casting AI experts who actually are going to help you actually do this for the future will tell you that the secret is you. So like the human, right? So you're so weird. Oh, she's got goosebumps it. again. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, ah. But it's not just about you or the curated or sanitized you. It is the actual weird version of you that you hide from everyone else. Yes. Plus AI magic, because that's where you can, we can really start to be everywhere. Yeah. That is actually the secret. Yeah. And I think a lot of people forget that because yeah. you can overcorrect on, on, on online because you want to be who you think you're supposed to be. Yes. Versus this weird version of you that you normally keep under wraps. Yeah. Yep. And actually, when you said you know, the, I think she was kind of harking back a little bit, tongue in cheek, when she said "weird you" because uh, we had a speak when we had a speaker briefing call the week before, like last week, I should say. We were laughing together because I think one of the speakers asked a question like, "Oh, you know, what are we allowed to do from stage? Can we just can we be a little bit weird?" And I was like, "Well, um, there's a reason why you are the speakers. It's because if anyone knows anything about Cap Show, you would probably know that we are a little bit." Weird, weird, a little bit quite weird. Off the, off our rockers. <laughs> I shouldn't say it. we're not. We are we're family we're on the rocket. people <laughs> on our rocket. Just maybe, um, you know, just a little bit sideways on it. Oh no, but you know, it's always like you are in this room because you're all weird, and so I think that was like, just a shout out to that to be like we are all weird, and definitely if you vibe with me or with us, you're a little bit weird. <laughs> A little bit real, let's be honest. But I think that was that's true. Like you just I think we we do have to really just lean into who it is that we are, how we're different. Because I always come back to this, like the only differentiator that we have, especially as any kind of creator and an entrepreneurial creator, which is like everyone's talking about businesses. Like everyone, you know, mm -hmm. there's so much the only differentiator you have is you. Yep. And so you have to lean into that. And so I think Molly really was so powerful at driving home. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And then let's, and then Luis, I yeah. mean, he, our favorite Bisborough. Yeah. I mean, she, so she started singing and then she also ended singing and poor Luis had to get up there and follow that. Yes. <laughs> the, at least you went before Molly that singing. That is true. That is true. Yeah. At least you know, have to come all afterwards after that performance and the prepared performer. Yeah. So Luis was amazing. Luis gave, so, he basically, oh my gosh, the amount of value that he shared. I think I'm going to have to rewatch it and look at all of his slides because he basically gave away his entire, entire workflow <laughs> framework. Yeah. I'm like, well, wait, is anyone going to hire you after this? Because he just literally gave it all away. He's <laughs> one of the most generous people we've ever met and just so effusive in what he was sharing. But one key thing that I took away from him that I think blew everyone's mind. Uh, I'm already preparing myself for this because I, I feel like I know what you're going to say yeah. and it's going to blow my mind again. I know. And Luis is an expert in production, right? Like yeah. he helps clients and people, creators actually like produce really, really high level quality content. And he was like, for every hour you're putting into production, you need to put that same, uh, the same amount of time. One hour. Into marketing. For every oh, hour okay. you're here's, creating. Here's, here's the mic drop. <laughs> 
Anyway, that was a mic drop moment, right? I'm glad there's visuals because there's no audio. We need to overlay a mic drop. For those who are listening to this, Deidre dropped her mic. Anyway, yeah, for the mic drop moment. Yeah, but yeah, every hour of production. An hour of marketing and promotion. I could not like, forget this. We do forget this. And All the time. But I feel like I say it because that's the whole point of the traffic pyramid, right? <laughs> Is there's passive organic marketing, but then you have to activate it. You have to actually market your, your marketing. marketing. And so even though I say it, and I truly believe it, the way that he just framed it, I was like, wow, you just made this so simple. And what I love about it, it was literally just one dot point on, right. a, on one slide of all of these dot points. And I'm like, everyone just got that hit needed by that. to be like one, like the it's slide, the slide, yeah, like literally the slide. slide. Yeah. yeah. And I think in the same way that, yes, yeah, so your calendar reflects your priorities. Mm -hmm. That's why I think it hit everyone so hard because yes. we can all talk the talk, yeah. but does our calendar, does every hour we're putting into production equate to an hour we're spending on marketing and promotion? Yeah, that was, yeah. That yeah everyone got triggered. Yeah. So thank you, Louise, for punching in the face in the face with that one. Awesome. Okay, so that was really that bottom tier passive organic marketing. And then we went into the second tier of active organic marketing. And this is really about how we actually have our content working for us, right? Like a lot of times we put, we publish an, a podcast episode or we put a post on social media and we sit back and we're like, it's now going to do its thing. It's now going to like, you know, go reach the people that we needed to reach and help us build our audience. And if we, again, if we go back to, for every hour that we put into creating that content, put an hour into marketing it, like this is really that second tier of the traffic pyramid. Yep. Yep. And so first up, we had JP. Yes. Shout out to JP Hightech. He was, I think the flavor of 2024 is going to be video. So he really opened up with like, how do we go from creating great video content to actually leveraging YouTube in the right way? Yes. YouTube is not just there to publish a video. We have yep. to do some things to actually have YouTube working for us. Unfortunately for yeah. all of us. Yes. Yep. And this was, I was super excited about this because that's something that we're going to be focusing on yep. soon enough. And I have a lot of aversions to video. I hate being on this right now. Just everyone knows. <laughs> but there were two things from JP's. I mean, there were, again, so many things, but two things that I personally wrote down. So firstly was he's like, before you even get into YouTube and do all of those things, you have to understand like, what is the thing that's holding you back from being on video? What is that thing? Like, it's a, it might be a mindset thing. It might be a process thing. It might be a gear thing. Whatever it is, you need to work that out and solve that because you're going to find a million reasons otherwise, and it's just not going to be productive. So I think... That was a really good, important lesson for me to be like, to write that down and go before I start getting in the way of us mm. or capture having video content, what is that thing so I can get that out of the way so that you can actually move forward without that internal resistance. So yes. that was a big one. And video seems to bring that out in people. Yeah. So definitely if you're listening to this, you need to work on what that is. <laughs> the second thing was JP laid out really well into kind of what are the key levers, the most important levers that we can pull, especially if we're just starting out on YouTube to have the most impact. And one of the things that I wrote down was, this is something that is probably a bit of an afterthought for us, mm -hmm. is around the thumbnails. Oh, yeah. The level of experimentation. And it doesn't, you don't have to be at Mr. Beast level where he has how many ever tests that he does on each video. But just having the intentionality and working backwards from, okay, if someone doesn't click into this, it doesn't matter what amount of contact or how great it that is. is. Yeah. If they're not starting it, yes. it's all moot. Yeah. So something that Ash and myself, we wrote down, we're like, we need to talk about this. Yeah. It's how do we actually work thumbnail design, at least have two yeah. for every episode, uh, for every content piece of content we put out there and actually start with that goal in mind. Yes. I love that. Wow. Okay. So we went from YouTube then to social media. Katie did crash this. 
this live in this episode, but she was an amazing speaker. She, for anyone who's in the Capturian community, you would probably would have heard from her because she has her full post social media strategy. Mm -hmm. And what I did ask her to do was like, okay, we all know about the full post social media strategy. She did a little bit of recap, but then she actually also then extended that to, well, how do we actually, how should, how do we need to be using social media to actually get the clients, the audience, like actually get the conversions that we want from that platform? Because yes. it's one of those things that, again, we just, a lot of us who are on social media that we're like, we don't, we're not really getting the conversions. We're, we think of it as engagement, but I don't think that's the issue, right? Mm -hmm. And so she went into a little bit of that. Yes. Yes. Really, really loved Katie's presentation. We are lucky enough to work with Katie yeah. on our social media, and that's already been such a game changer for us. The I, Again, I took so many things away from Katie's presentation that I'm like, I need to implement this immediately next week because yeah. obviously we're working with her. But one of the most valuable things was she talked about the importance to know your data, like your performance data. Now, previously, I have gotten myself into a pickle, sorry, where I just kind of like track every single thing, you know, mm. like right all of the, uh, to the point that yeah. the data doesn't even make sense. Yeah. But she really simplified it, boiled it down to the most simple things that actually will help you. And what I found most insightful was to say, we have the four post strategy, right? There's awareness, there's elaboration, there's community, and there's tip. And then she's very, very clear on, again, focus, focus on one or two platforms. But that got a bit of a variety because it's type of post and there's a platform that you're on. We're on LinkedIn and Facebook. And how to actually use the data around demographics, around the types of people that follow you on different platforms to just slightly tweak, nothing crazy, but to slightly have a slightly tweak the content that you're posting on Facebook yeah. versus on LinkedIn. And she showed some really powerful examples of how that's not hard to do but changes the game in terms yes. of, and talking not just to, not just to like a, an overall person, but your avatar on that platform. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we're not so, doing that. No, no. I mean, not to punish ourselves, but I'm like, that could be like one slight tweak that we can make yeah. that I think would help with conversions. And for us, conversion is about, you know, kind of like conversations, either about capture or, but partnerships. Yes. So I think that's actually a really powerful thing that, I've kind of overlooked. Yeah. So sure. I'm super excited about that one. Oh my gosh. Okay. We are like, I feel like this is going really long. So what are we going to do? Why don't we talk about Damon? And then I think we'll do another recording, like maybe another podcast episode on yes. the rest of day one and then day two as well. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Let's, so Damon, then Damon Burton was up next. I see. I feel like I say that very Aussie. Da Damon Burton. Okay. Burton. Cause that's just Burton. Oh, yeah. Yes. Damon, so you have to, Damon Bur Bert Burton. I don't think that's how you speak. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know how Americans speak. I'm sorry. No, okay. We're really sorry. Sorry, Damon, if you're yeah. watching this. But uh, he then followed up with um, SEO. And like Katie said, I mean, he, when I first saw his presentation, <laughs> his slides, I was like, um, Damon, you should not talk about SEO and not social media, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and he was like, don't worry. There's a point to it. So he definitely went deep into his own strategy on social media, but then he very, I mean, it was, it was genius because it was kind of like, well, cause we all know social media. I think this is mm -hmm. the, the point of why he did it. Cause SEO can get quite technical. So you want to talk about social media first and then be like, and whatever, what you're doing there, like how I, how we just laid that out to you. That's what SEO looks like. So <laughs> Doug just said, Dave played in the seventies and eighties. Okay. So he's not as old as we. Oh, so sorry about oh, that, Dave. We're so thanks, sorry. Thanks, Doug, for back checking us. He grew up in the 50s. Oh, that's why. That's why I have 50s and 60s. Yes, that's yes. right. That's what he was saying. Yeah. And we're terrible at math. Yes. But math, <laughs> math, math. Um, yeah, so back to Damon. We, yeah, so he, 
firstly kind of laid the groundwork, right? The foundations are talking about social media. And then he transitioned that really, really well into SEO. Um, genius. Genius at what he did. Yeah, genius. So again, Damon's presentation, I was like writing down all of these notes. But the thing that everyone then came and saw us about was like, schema, schema, schema. Schema. <laughs> So yes, Capture does do schema. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Damon did an absolutely brilliant job exactly of talking about very technical things, but in a way that actually talks about the benefit. And yes. what are the key, and uh, this is one promise that he had from the talk was like, what are the, the things that can actually get you value from the content you already have now? Sure, you can do a ton of other things on, on SEO, but it's like, what, what are the small, quick things that you can do to actually in, improve the relevance of the content you're already creating? So he, I think, just blew everyone's mind with the schema thing, which I don't have time to go into, and I'm probably not the right person to explain it anyway. Yeah. But we actually have that inside of Capture, yes. and we were just reminded of like, oh, yeah, that's a really powerful thing yeah. that people can use and should use because we have it. Yes, we do. And the reason why we have it, like, I'm going to be honest, like these people, and I did preface this in, by the way, we're going to drop a link to pre-sale um, the replays. So if anyone was not there live, you can actually, you will have the opportunity to actually be able to watch all of these amazing presentations on replay. But one thing that I did forget to say was, oh, and I just forgot what I was, I, I forgot what I was going to say about forgetting to say. This is and the glex, this is my rant now. I'm glad you're wrapping this, this up. This is all fish yeah. memory. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. What I was saying, even when I was setting up the game plan and, you know, the scale sandwich was like, each of the speakers, are, they're actually my personal implementation advisors. And they, we work with them either, and generally on both things. One is like to help make Capture better, but also on, on Capture as well, as in our business, like how it is that we market and yes. things like that. And so Damon's actually someone that, you know, we've worked with to integrate some of these things into Capture. So we worked with an SEO expert to be like, hey, schema, it's there for a reason and yep. this is how we use it. And that's why we've built it into Capture. Things like even, because I know he spoke about the power of infographics and creating that. Like that is a feature inside of Capture. Now we don't do the actual graphic, but we provide the words, the content that you can then go into a Canva and create an infographic with really easily. But the reason why that came to be was because we work with our implementation advisors like Damon to actually be like, hey, what are the things that make a difference? Yep. Our, us lay people can do, us, us entrepreneurs, we don't focus on SEO, but what is it that we can do to really give us the best, the best chance yeah. at making this stuff work? Yes. And so that's, yeah. yeah. And time and again, that came up even during our conversations. That's the biggest bang for buck thing that people, again, goes back to the original piece of feedback I shared about the event where everything was so tangible. Yes. Literally Damon ran up and then he took over the laptop. Yeah. He, and I was like, oh no, what's going to, what, what's going to yeah, happen? I, like, here? We, I hope we don't have any weird tabs <laughs> open. <laughs> Not that we would, because we're not weird, <laughs> but yeah. And then he just kind of, and showed everyone how to do it, how literally. To do and yeah. I was like, well, well, there it is. Yeah. And again, people were like, I have like 200 episodes or 200 pieces of content I can do this with tonight. Yeah. Right. So I think that was really, I can't yeah. get past that one. That was a, yeah. another million dollar nugget. Oh, for sure. Okay. I think we're going to wrap up here because we've been spending a lot of time talking about this. Our memory was actually pretty good. I think so, yeah. <laughs> For people who are not really here, we did yeah. a good job. I think we're going to record another episode and we're going to, the next one's going to go into the rest of day one. So there were just a couple of other sessions and then into day two to really close out this amazing event. I'm still trying to absorb it all. Like, yeah. I think we, we keep joking about the fact that even right now when people ask us, like, how are we feeling? It's like, I don't really know because it feels like 
our, we're having this really out of body experience where like our brains and emotions aren't really quite connecting with our bodies. Yep. So <laughs> that's how we're feeling right now. So what we're going to do is we're going to, at some point, we're going to drop in the comments a link to get the replays for all Capshavian's lives. So you'll be able to pre-purchase them. They're not going to be ready for, I don't know how much time our, our videographers can be working on that, fury working on that, but you can at least get in, get in to get the replays. It is going to literally blow your mind, like so much value. I'll be the first to buy it. Yeah, seriously. I mean, we like, we only, we could only cover, like we only covered what, 30 minutes, like very, very surface level on what our, you know, main takeaway, but man, each of these speakers went into so much more detail. You're going to want to, you're going to want to get this. It's yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. All right. Okay. So we're going to sign off. Instead of, you know what, I'm going to change up my sign off. I know we oh. usually say stay awesome, but yeah. I'm going to be... It's 2024 now. It's 2024. It's new. New, new year, new We're going to say stay intelligently lazy. I like it. Yeah, I like it. So <laughs> everyone around us is like laughing. She's like hearing this. So my name's Deidre. I'm Bana. Stay intelligently lazy. <laughs>